NHL, the hockey segment of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm your host, Nathan, and we're here with our hockey expert, James Kumar. Hey, what's up, man? So, so today we're going to go over um, some of the finished games for this week, and then we'll talk a little bit about some fantasy options that you can pick up, and then we'll, I guess, do a preview of the upcoming games. How does that sound? Yeah, sounds good. Let's hop right into it. All right, so I guess we'll start with some of um, Thursday's games, starting with, I guess, the Montreal Canadiens versus the uh, uh, Boston Sabres. Um, really surprising game. Um, I guess this is one of their Montreal Canadiens starting uh, games without Carey Price and not really, not really looking good. Uh, Boston Sabres won 5-1 with Kyle... Akposo and Zamgis Gergensens both getting goals in the first period and Victor Olofsson and Anders Bjork getting goals in the second period with Tage Thompson getting a goal in the third period and for Montreal Chris Weidman was the only um, scorer for Montreal in the second period and uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think you meant Buffalo Sabres, but it's all good and yeah, um, this is pretty surprising uh, for me, I guess. Um, I know Montreal has a lot of players out. Of course, we've talked about Carey Price, we talked about Shea Weber and others. But yeah, um, I mean, Buffalo, they're not going to have Jack Eichel pretty much for good now until he's traded. And I mean, this team, it's a lot of young players and they pretty much just got it done against this Montreal team. Obviously, Apozo and Gergensons are like older guys, but it's good to see Olafson, Bjork, and Thompson score. They're part of that young core that Buffalo sort of needs to build up if they want to eventually become a strong team. So, yeah, good game for Buffalo. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we can move on to the next game. Um, we have Ottawa versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, I guess a little bit of... Um, heartbreak for Toronto. Uh, the Senators were able to get three goals in the first period. Chris Tierney, Tyler Ennis, and Alex Formanton. And they basically rode that out for the entirety of the game. Uh, Toronto uh, had two goals, Jason Spezza and William Nylander in the third period, but unfortunately, they weren't able to catch up to Ottawa. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, so um, you pretty much said it. Ottawa got that early lead on Toronto. Um, and then, yeah, Toronto's goalie, Peter Mrazek, got hurt. They brought in Jack Campbell, who was their starter uh, from Wednesday. And, I mean, uh, when he came in, um, I mean, this team just looked so much better. They tried catching up. Uh, obviously, uh, they couldn't sort of finish it off. Um, and, yeah, it's it's just one of those games where, you know, Toronto tried their comeback and it, it was starting to work, but they just couldn't get it done. I mean, good win for Ottawa. And, um, yeah, of, of course, next week, Toronto will be getting back Austin Matthews. They should be a, a, a much better scoring team when he comes back. And then for Ottawa, they'll be getting Brady Kachuk next week as he did sign his contract. So, um, yeah, both these teams should be able to get stronger in the coming weeks. For sure. And I guess we can move on to um, the next game with Florida versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, really close game. Uh, pretty high scoring game for, I guess, um, I guess normal hockey standards. Um, 
four or five, the Panthers were able to take this with Carter Verhage in the first period, Anthony Duclair in the second. Um, Aaron Ekblad with two goals in the third, and Verhage to clutch the game out in overtime for the last goal. And for Pittsburgh, um, Danton Heinen and Jeff Carter in the second period, Jake Gunsel and even Rodriguez in the third. Um, I guess Sidney Crosby was injured, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think Crosby's going to be out maybe for a couple more games. Uh, I guess we'll see after that whether they bring him back. But, um, yeah, Pittsburgh actually had a lead in this game. I know they did beat Tampa Bay on Tuesday. They're looking for their second straight win. They go up 4-2 in the third period, and then it just all falls apart from there. Ekblad, uh, two clutch goals for the Panthers. And then, I mean, Verhage's just doing it again this year. I mean, we were pumping um, this guy up last year as a, as a crazy pickup, and he's still doing it again this year. He's still playing on that Florida first line. And, I mean, the guy's only owned in, like, what, 70% of leagues. So, yeah, go pick him up. He's really solid if he's still there. Yeah, this Florida team looks strong this year. Good effort from Pittsburgh, though. I think both teams are are still uh, going to be solid this year. And Pittsburgh definitely, um, every point that they get, even one point in overtime, is, is clutch until they get Crosby and Malkin back. So, um, yeah, um, as long as Pittsburgh sort of stays in the mix, then when they get their guys back, they should be okay. And then, yeah, like I said, Florida should be really solid this year. For sure. And I guess we can move on to um, Dallas versus the New York Rangers. Um, another uh, really close game. Dallas was able to clutch this out in overtime. In the first period, Jacob Peterson was able to get a goal. And we had uh, Radic um, Batsa win in the second period. And Miro Heiskanen in overtime to clutch the game out. But the Rangers weren't too far behind. They had Adam Fox and Chris Kreider in the second period. And um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, Dallas came out really strong in this game. Jacob Peterson scoring his first goal in, in the league as a rookie. Um, and then, yeah, um, I think Braden Holpe sort of, I don't know whether he gets hurt or he had some kind of like fatigue issue. or I don't know what the, the reason was. But yeah, the game just sort of turns around. The Rangers, they tie it up, goes to overtime, but Dallas is still able to clutch it out, like you said. Um, and yeah, um, hopefully Dallas will be okay going forward. The Rangers have a couple tough losses to start the season, not a good way that they want to start. I know they went through this last year where they had their rough start and then um, they caught on fire after that and it wasn't enough to make the playoffs. So if they go on another one of these rough runs at the beginning of the year, it's going to be tough for this team to try and make the playoffs. I, I think the Rangers are sort of in a tough spot right now. And I think Dallas, uh, they seem to be okay as long as there's no major injuries for them. For sure. And I guess we can move on to um, the other New York team, Islanders fell to the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, the Hurricanes just looked so solid this game. They had two goals every period. Andrei Sveshnikov and uh, Jesper Fast in the first. Uh, Jordan Martinuk and Nino Niederreiter in the second. And Tuvo Teravainen and Andrei Sveshnikov with, with another goal in the third period. Um, Islanders weren't too bad. They had Matthew Barzil in the first, Brock Nelson in the second and Anders Lee in the second as well but unfortunately um they just weren't able to keep up um, with the Hurricanes in this game but what are your thoughts yeah this Carolina team I mean everyone questioned about some of the moves they made in the offseason is this team still going to be as good as they were last season 
they definitely look like they are as good, if not even better than last season. This team just came out flying. Hopefully they can keep it up. And as for the Islanders, yeah, a rough first start, allowing six goals. Obviously, they are missing starting goalie Simeon Varlamov with an injury. So, um, of course, Sorokin getting the start here. He didn't look too great in his first game. Hopefully they can bounce back. But, yeah, um, Carolina, they look like one of the premier teams in the league for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we can move on to another really high-scoring game. It was pretty much a blowout. Um, Columbus was able to beat the the Phoenix Coyotes um, 8-2. Really surprising. I wasn't expecting to see um, an 8-2 kind of score in hockey, but there you go. Um, We had Alexander... Texier in the first period and Oliver Bjorkstrand in the first as well. In the second period, we had uh, Boone Jenner and Oliver Bjorkstrand again and Jake Bean. In the second um, for Columbus, in the third, we had Zach Wierenski, Max Domi, and Gustav Nyquist in the third. Um, for Phoenix, they only had two goals with uh, Anton Strawman in the second and Clayton Keller in the third, but um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is sort of the game where uh, Columbus was doing that whole ceremony for uh, one of their minor league goalies that had passed away this summer. And yeah, the team was super emotional and they pretty much just showed it in this game. They scored eight goals. They played really solid. They kind of rallied around that. Uh, it's, uh, it's one of these things they say uh, when when there's a death uh, uh, on a team or relating to a team, the, the teams can usually rally around it. They call it like a death game. So um, yeah, Columbus played like it was a death game, and they just pretty much just put away this Arizona team. Um, I almost said Phoenix, too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this Arizona team. Um, and yeah, um, Arizona, we know they're rebuilding, no doubt about that. I know some people don't think Columbus is going to be very good. Um, they might not be, but they looked really good in this game. So I guess we'll have to see how these t- two teams look moving forward. For sure. And I guess moving on to uh Two more teams that looked uh, very good. We had Tampa Bay versus the Detroit Red Wings. Um, it was a pretty crazy game, really high scoring. Went all the way to overtime. Um, Tampa Bay was able to come out on top with seven goals to Detroit six. Um, in the first period, Dylan Larkin had a goal for Detroit. In the second period, Tyler Batuzzi had three goals. In the third period, Tyler Batuzzi scored his fourth goal. And Vladislav uh, Nemesnikov was able to get a goal in the third period for Detroit. And uh, Tampa Bay was somehow able to match this with Andre Pallet and Steven Stamkos with two goals. Andre Pallet with one in the second period. And in the third period, they had uh, Ross Colton, Nikita Kucherov, and Alex Killorn, each with one goal. And Andre Pallet was able to get a second goal of the game in overtime to clutch it out against a Detroit team that was on fire. And what are your thoughts? Yeah. Tampa Bay, just first two games of the season, they haven't really looked good in terms of playing defense. I mean, what they allowed six goals against Pittsburgh. I know some of them were empty netters, but you're still allowing six goals. And then you allow another six goals in this game. So they've allowed 12 goals in two games. Uh, Getting the win here is just a bonus. Honestly, they really didn't deserve to get the win here. Detroit played well. They just sort of let up halfway through the third period. I believe they were up six to three and then they've lost, they lost seven to six. So not a good look from Detroit. 
Obviously, Tampa is the better team, so we expect more from them. But I guess we'll have to see how these two teams look going forward. For sure. And I guess um, another, I guess, surprising win. Um, this is, I think, Seattle's uh, first win in basically their history. They were able to beat the Nashville Predators by uh, one goal. Pretty solid win by the Seattle Kraken. Um, we've had for Seattle, Jared McCann and uh, Brandon Tanev in the first period. In the second period, Alex Wenberg was able to get a goal. And Brandon Tanev was able to get a second goal in the third period to get the win. And the Predators, they weren't too far behind. They had a goal every period with um, Eli Tolvanen in the first, Roman Yossi in the second, and uh, Mikhail Granlund in the third. But they just weren't able to um, keep up with Seattle in this game. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, Seattle, unfortunately, didn't win their first game against Vegas, but they get their first uh, win as a team in, in their second game against Nashville. Um, yeah, really solid effort from this team. Um, I think Seattle is sort of going to be a middle-of-the-road team. Um, you know, they'll play tight against every team. They might win a lot of one-goal games. They might lose a lot of one-goal games, that type of thing. Um, I guess we'll have to see moving forward. And then as for Nashville, um, I don't know. I feel like they're just outworked in this game, in my opinion. Uh, maybe they just needed to find their legs. Uh, you know, it was their first game of the season. So um, I think Nashville should be okay. We'll definitely have to see if they can score a lot this year. Um, but yeah, other than that, these two teams are sort of middle of the road type teams this year. So I guess we'll have to see how they sort of do moving forward. Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, another surprise, um, we have the Vegas Golden Knights versus the LA Kings. Um, I was expecting uh, Vegas to do the blowing out, but um, LA did it instead. Uh, let's see, we have uh, Dustin Brown and Ans Kopitar in the first period, <laughs> my bad. And uh, we have Philip Donald and, and Ans Kopitar for his second goal of the game in the second period. And in the third period, we have Drew Doughty and Kopitar with his third goal of the game to get the win. And uh, for Vegas, we had Shafe Theodore in the first and uh, Chandler Stevenson in the third. Um, really unexpected performance by both LA and Vegas, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, LA looked really solid in this game. Um... I, I honestly don't know what else to say. Obviously, Kopitar getting that hat-trick, that's big for him. Uh, Philip uh, Danolt scored his uh, first goal in his debut for the Kings. Obviously, we know how much he struggled to score last year in Montreal. But um, hopefully, yeah, he, he has line mates that can sort of help him uh, get goals. So that, that was great for him. And yeah, this team just looked good. Um, Vegas, maybe they didn't have their wheels um, this game or whatever it was. It was in L.A., um, but yeah, LA looks like a strong team and I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how things look moving forward. For sure. And I guess we can, uh, move on to some of Friday's games that just finished. Um, I guess we have another upset, I guess, with New Jersey beating Chicago by one goal in overtime. Uh, they won four to three with, uh, Dougie Hamilton scoring in the last, um, basically the last, uh, couple of minutes of the first period um we have alex debrinkit and jack hughes in the seconds um andreas uh john uh, andreas johnson and uh 
in the third, and we have Jack Hughes in the fourth for New Jersey. And for Chicago, we have, oh, my bad, I made a mistake. Alex DeBrinkett was scored for Chicago in the second period. Um, Kirby, uh, Dak, and Kublik scored in the third for Chicago. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so just looking at this game, um, I think the 17 actually means 17 seconds into the game. So I think Dougie Hamilton scored really early in this game because they count backwards for the, the score clock. So, yeah, right off the bat, New Jersey got on the board and they pretty much like answered Chicago every time. So if Chicago would tie it, then New Jersey would just find a way to take the lead. So I feel like, yeah, they controlled this game for the most part, obviously within the first minute of overtime is when Jack Hughes got his goal. Um, yeah, they, they played really solid in their first game. Obviously, they didn't have their starting goalie as uh, Jonathan Bernier was starting for them. But I mean, he still got the win. Of course, Chicago has to figure out a few things. Um, you know, they start off the season with two losses. Of course, they played a tough Colorado team last game. But yeah, um, high expectations for the Chicago team as well. Um, even higher than expectations are for New Jersey. So hopefully Chicago can turn things around. For sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have uh, Vancouver taking the win over the Philadelphia Flyers um, in a shootout to uh, win the game. So basically went all the way. Um, Joel Faraby for um, Philadelphia in the first period. Cam Atkinson for Philadelphia in the second. And in the third period, they had uh, Travis Konechny and uh, Claude Giroux. And for Vancouver, they had um, Vasily uh, Pod Colson in the second, um, and Elias Peterson, Alex Kiasen, uh, and JT Miller as well in the second period. And basically, that was all their goals for this game. And uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, Vancouver, um, I guess what happened was uh, Philadelphia, they were leading after the first. And Vancouver scored four goals in the second. They took control of this game. And then Philadelphia came back in the third. So this game was really back and forth. Um, no goals in overtime. Gets the shootout. Vancouver's first two shots go in and they they win the shootout because the Flyers can't score. So, yeah, it, Vancouver, they had a great shootout. Uh, they lost a shootout against the Oilers the other day. I think it was Wednesday. But they get the shootout win here. So, I mean, three points out of two games is pretty solid for the Canucks. Um and then I guess in terms of Philadelphia, maybe just playing a bit better defense. Um, but you really can't fault them. It's their first game. They're just finding their legs. Um, yeah, both these two teams should be um, primed for like a, a bounce back season. Of course, both of them didn't make the playoffs last year, but they both look really solid. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see what's going to happen with these two teams. Yeah, for sure. And I guess um, the last game that's happening right now is Minnesota versus Anaheim. Currently in the first period, um, haven't been any goals so far, but uh, we won't be covering that one. And I guess that kind of wraps it up for um, the recap. So we'll move on to the uh, uh, pickups. And I guess we'll start with um, forwards and who you got for forwards. All right, so I have three guys that you can sort of pick up that should be uh, owned in less than 50% of leagues. Um, I'll start with Mason McTavish, a rookie center for the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, he scored his uh, first goal uh, in the NHL. I believe it was on Wednesday. And yeah, he's getting hits. He's getting shots. He's pretty much covering most categories uh, in fantasy. 
Um, he looks like he's going to be a major part of that Anaheim offense. I know a lot of people targeted rookie Trevor Zagris, but I think he's a rookie that most people didn't target but could contribute in more the, more ways than one, so definitely target him. Uh, then my next pickup is Tyler Bertuzzi. He plays both wing spots uh, for the Red Wings. Obviously, you know about his four-goal game. We just talked about it. But, I mean, four-goal games, they can happen to any player, but the good part about Bertuzzi is he takes a lot of shots, he gets a lot of hits, he plays on the top power play for Detroit. So this is a guy that you're not just going to pick up just for one game. I mean, you pick him up so he can cover all those categories and you can hold on to him. So uh, I think that's the main reason why I think he's a really good pickup. Um, and then my third pickup is Chandler Stevenson for the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, center left-wing eligibility. Um, he centers the top line. Um, he has Stone and Pacioretty on his two wings. I mean, he might not be a a high talented offensive player, but he's going to produce and he has been producing so far. Um, he has, uh, he had a goal in the last game against the Kings. He also had the winning goal against the Kraken um, on Tuesday. So yeah, he's scoring goals. He gets hits as well. He'll get shots. I mean, this guy's playing prime minutes for this Vegas team. So under 50% roster, definitely get him on your squad. If you need uh, someone to pick up at forward. Yeah, for sure. And I guess for forwards that I have, I have um, Jeff Carter, 43% rostered. Um, I think he's uh, ranked seventh at the moment, really good. Uh, for the season, he has one goal to assist. He's plus one with nine shots. So uh, very respectable. If you see him in on the waiver and shallow leagues, you definitely want to take a look at him. Um, I also have uh, Joel Therabee. Um, he was really so, uh really solid against uh, Vancouver with one goal and an assist plus two, two, sh two shots and a hit. So he basically covered almost every uh, category. So uh, if you need some category coverage, you can definitely take a look at Joel Faraby. And um, my third forward is Jared McCann. I think for the season, he has two goals and assists and three shots. He is uh, minus one, but I feel like, um, Seattle is, since Seattle is middle of the road, it shouldn't, his plus minus shouldn't be too bad and he should have enough category coverage to, I guess, kind of cancel that out. And um, yeah, that's who I got for forwards. And I guess we can move on to defense and who do you got? Yeah, well, I got two rookies here. I'll start with Jamie Drysdale uh, from the Anaheim Ducks. Um, he's one of these um, guys that's going to be getting a lot of minutes for them on their defense. He started off well. Uh, he got some points in his first game um, of the season. Um, he got some shots. Um, you know, he contributed in almost every category. He played on the power play as well, which was nice to see. Uh, so, yeah, Jamie Drysdale is one of these guys. If you need, like, a solid fourth or fifth defenseman, go ahead and pick him up. Um, Anaheim's looked good so far um, in their, I guess, two games that they – the game and a half. I know uh, this game's not finished yet, but um, yeah, he's looked really solid. So definitely go pick him up. I have Maurice Sider for Detroit. I believe he had like one or two assists last game. Um, he plays on the power play for Detroit as well. Um, he just seems to be really solid overall. He's covering like almost every single category uh, so far. So um, these two rookie defensemen, um, they're guys that they won't be on the waiver for long as so I guess, they start to break up, people will buy into them. So you definitely need to sort of get ahead, ahead of the trend and, and go pick them up. So yeah, Jamie Drysdale and Marie Sider for me for defense. Yeah, for sure. Uh, those are two really good players. And I guess I got a couple of guys as well. I have uh, Bowen 
Byram and Radko Gudas. Um, Bo and Byram, um, he had a really good game in, in, uh, for the Colorado Avalanche. Um, he had, uh, so I think for the season so far, he has um, one goal and assists. Um, he's plus two. He has two shots. He had one hit. So, again, really good category coverage for defense. So, you should definitely pick him up if you see him on the waiver. And uh, for Radko Gudas, um, I know he didn't get 10, 10 hits like people was expecting, but um, <laughs> again, I think the hits should come um, in the following, I guess, the following games this season. So far, he's plus one, and he also has two shots. Um, he is on a really strong Florida team, so plus minus shouldn't really be a problem if you get him. He might actually um, help your team with plus minus a little bit. You already know about hits. You'll, he might be able to co cover other categories as, as well if you um, pick him up. And uh, I guess that's defense. So I guess we can uh, move on to goalies and who you got for goalies. Yeah, this pickup's pretty much a no-brainer. It's Anton Hudobin from the Dallas Stars. Obviously, Brayden Holtby, who was announced as their starter. Uh, he sort of, uh, we talked about he had an injury, whether it was um, injury-related or just fatigue-related. We don't know what it is. But Anton Hudobin comes in as relief for him. He gets the win. Um, we know how good Hudobin can be. We've seen in the season. We've seen in the playoffs. I mean, if he's starting for Dallas and they're getting wins, you got to pick him up. If he's on the waiver, you need you're having trouble with your goaltending. Uh, if you, uh, I know some people are, are not happy with how Vasilevsky's played so far. Um, I know he'll bounce back, but uh, maybe a guy like Nadalkovich playing on Detroit, he might not bounce back. So you might need uh, another guy. Um, you go ahead and just grab Anton Hudobin. He should be really solid for you. Yeah, for sure. And for uh, my goalie, I have a uh, capo cap uh, for the Minnesota wilds. Um, he hasn't um, gotten to start this game as he is not a starter, but um, he should be getting uh, quite a few games where he has some time on the ice. He's on a really strong Minnesota team, so he should be able to get the win in a lot of uh, games. And he is a pretty solid goalie whenever he plays. So I think he is another player that you can kind of look at in the waiver wire for uh, deep leagues for sure, and maybe even. Uh, some shallow leagues, depending on um, the goalie situation um, in your league. And I guess that's going to be the uh, pickups for this week. So I guess we can move on to um, some of the previews for Saturday. And we'll start with uh, the Arizona Coyotes versus the Buffalo Sabres. Um, they're both uh, rebuilding teams so far, but um, who do you think can take this game? Yeah, I definitely think this game will be closer than their first two games. I know Buffalo sort of took care of Montreal pretty easily, and the Coyotes got blown out by Columbus. But I think uh, both teams will sort of be uh, a bit tighter. Um, I still think Buffalo wins this. They are at home. Uh, they did look good in their first game. I think Arizona, they just looked totally out of it. They didn't get the goaltending. I know goaltending is a question for both teams, but I'm sort of leaning Buffalo here just because they're at home. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we can move on to the next game. Um, have the New York Islanders versus the Florida Panthers. Uh, two really solid teams. Um, it's basically offense versus defense. But who do you think is going to take this? 
yeah, I have a, I have a really tough time picking against Florida at home. Uh, this one almost seems like a no brainer. This team they're I, they're one of the teams that could be a wagon this year when it comes to getting wins, especially at home. I know the New York Islanders start, I think, I believe it's like 13 games in a row on the road. So it's going to be a really tough road for the Islanders. Um, I, I was sort of leaning with them last game, but Carolina pretty much just showed dominance. And I think Florida does the same in this game. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we can move on to the next game we have. Um, I think it's Dallas versus Boston. Um, I think this is going to be Boston's first game. So uh, do you think Dallas can uh, take this? Yeah, this game's actually interesting. Boston is at home. They're heavily favored. Um, uh, yeah, this game's probably just going to be really close. Maybe Boston does take it. They are at home. I might lean Boston, but this game is going to be a lot closer than this spread is sort of telling us. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we can move on to the next game. Uh, we have Ottawa versus the Maple Leafs. So I guess this is going to be um, a rematch for what happened on Thursday. Um, do you think uh, Toronto can get revenge against Ottawa? Yeah, absolutely. I do. They're at home this time. I, I believe Jack Campbell will be getting the start for them in net. We obviously know how good of a goalie he is. Um, and yeah, uh, in in my opinion, this is the perfect bounce back spot. You look for this for teams. They come back home, definitely trying to bounce back from a previous loss. This is the perfect spot to sort of go with Toronto here. For sure. And I guess we can move on to the next game. Um, we have uh, the New York Rangers versus the Montreal Canadiens. Um, not the best um, start for Montreal without Carey Price, but um, do you think that they'll be able to somehow clutch this out against New York? I think the Rangers have to find a way to get a win here soon. Um, and Montreal has not looked good either. Um, I believe these teams are pretty much evenly um, even in terms of odds. So um, I know some people would lean with Montreal at home, but the Rangers have to get one here. They, they just have too much scoring power. They, they're just such a, a good team on paper. Um, and, and yeah, they, they pretty much outmatch Montreal in every single way. So I'm kind of leaning with the Rangers here to get the win. For sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have um, the Vancouver Canucks versus the Detroit Red Wings. Um, they both had really uh, crazy games. Um, both went all the way down to the wire. So um, are you expecting another down to the wire game for um, this one as well? Yeah, I think you can expect that just because the Canucks are coming off of a back-to-back -back game. Um, they played Friday night, obviously. They have to play again Saturday. Detroit is at home as well. This game's going to be close. It's going to come down to the wire. I mean, Detroit could get the upset here. I'm still going to lean with the Canucks because I feel like they, they are good enough to beat this Detroit team. Detroit will also be with other captain Dylan Larkin as he got suspended for throwing a punch during a play. So, um, yeah, I kind of lean with Vancouver here, but honestly, this game could go either way. I Detroit's been really solid at home. So, yeah. For sure. And I guess we can move on to the Chicago Blackhawks versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, I guess both teams, they probably need it. Uh, both of their games have been, gone to um, overtime so far, but who do you think takes this? Yeah, this is a back-to-back -back game for Chicago, so um, I guess that's why Pittsburgh's pretty heavily favored. They're also at home. It's sort of Marc-Andre Fleury's homecoming uh, back to Pittsburgh. Uh, 
you know, after um, sort of leaving them in the expansion. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be an emotional night for him. Uh, honestly, yeah, this is one of these coin flip games. Um, it shouldn't be heavily favored in, in Pittsburgh's favor. Um, yeah, maybe I might lean with Chicago. They just haven't gotten a win yet this season. Maybe this is where they get their win. But, yeah, Pittsburgh has looked pretty solid all year. I, yeah, I might just lean with Chicago just because of that. For sure. And I guess for our uh, next game, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Washington Capitals. Um, both teams were able to come away with the win. Uh, two very offensively um, strong teams. But who do you think is going to take this? I don't know. Is this the game where Tampa Bay finally looks like Tampa Bay? Uh, they haven't looked good first two games. I think maybe this is their chance. But, I mean, Washington has looked good so far to start the year. Uh, probably just uh, check the goaltending matchup. Uh, Vasilevsky's in. Maybe he does bounce back here. Uh, obviously, I, I think Tampa Bay is the better team between the two, but I mean, Washington is at home. Uh, There's probably a, a down-the-middle split. Uh, I might slightly lean Tampa Bay, but yeah, this is going to be a close game too. Yeah, for sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have the Seattle Kraken versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, again, this is um, I guess Seattle's third game, if I'm not mistaken, Columbus's second game. Um, do you think Columbus is going to blow out Seattle or will Seattle be able to, I guess, uh, beat Columbus? Yeah, I think most of Seattle's games are going to be close this year. I don't think there's any blowouts happening in this game. Um, this might be actually tough for the Blue Jackets because they played such an easy team in the Coyotes, especially with the way the game was. I feel like Seattle is going to give them a tougher test. I think I might actually like Seattle to actually win this game just because, you know, they've played some tougher teams in Vegas and Nashville than now going to play Columbus. I don't know if Columbus will be ready for them. So, yeah, I might lean with Seattle here. For sure. And I guess uh, moving on, we have um, another, I guess, more or less kind of like a classic matchup. We have Carolina versus Nashville. Um, is Carolina going to um, steamroll uh, Nashville or is Nashville going to somehow be able to keep up? I don't think steamroll, but I think Carolina does get the win. They've looked so solid um, until I see them, you know, really get uh, a team like matched. Like if they really get matched up well against a team um, until I see that, uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep leaning with Carolina. They just look really solid so far. For sure. And I guess we can move on to uh, St. Louis Blues versus the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, it's going to be St. Louis's uh, first game, but do you think they'll be able to um, adjust fast enough to beat Colorado? Yeah, I think they can. I mean, Colorado's out with both uh, Nathan McKinnon and their captain, Gabriel Landeskog, who got suspended. Um this is St. Louis's time to get a win, obviously sort of a revenge thing for last year's playoffs. Uh, Colorado's looked so good so far, but yeah, uh, I am going to lean with St. Louis here. I think this is uh, a good way for, for the Blues to start. They should have everyone healthy in their lineup. So yeah, I, I like St. Louis here. For sure. And I guess we can move on to the Winnipeg Jets versus uh, San Jose. Um, Winnipeg needs, needs a win. This is San Jose's uh, first game of the season. Who do you think takes this? I mean, Winnipeg should win this, but we said that against Anaheim and they didn't win, obviously. Um, yeah, I think the Jets do win this. It, it might be close, though. The Sharks are at home. It's their home opener. Um, I know they haven't been as great of a team as of late, but they usually play 
pretty decent at home. So I'm I am gonna lean with the Jets here, but yeah, it should be a good game. For sure. And I guess uh we have another classic matchup, um Calgary versus Edmonton. Um it's probably gonna be another game with sparks flying everywhere, but who do you think takes this? Yeah, you gotta go with the Oilers at home. Uh, against Calgary when they're at home, they're just so good. And yeah, until I see any anything that will make me doubt the Oilers, yeah, I definitely like them in this game. For sure. And uh, we have um, another interesting matchup, Minnesota Wild against the LA Kings. Um, how do you uh, see this game going? Oh, yeah, give me LA. They look so strong first game. Minnesota's coming off a back-to-back. There's no way LA should be this uh like they they shouldn't be underdogs it should be about an even matchup in my opinion um it looks like minnesota will play kakinen in that game so um because of playing cam talbot um in friday's game so yeah i think the kings like they really they really look solid i i definitely would take them especially since you're getting them as an underdog i definitely like it yeah for sure and i think uh that is the last game for this saturday um, do you have any uh, final thoughts? Yeah, it's really early in the season, honestly. You can't read too much into it. Uh, yeah, you just got to sort of um, take everything with a grain of salt. You got to sort of see where teams are starting to shape out um, or reacting to every single game. I, I feel like it's too early for that. Or it's just sort of uh, an outlook of how things are going so far. And yeah, the season started out pretty great. So I can't wait for tomorrow's games. Yeah, for sure. It looks like. Um... I guess some of the stuff that happens last year, like they're really high scoring games. Um, it's, it, it doesn't look like it's as extreme as last year, but it looks like um, the pace is going to be really high for this year as well. I mean, eight to two, seven to six, those are pretty high scores. So yeah, I think we are getting quite a few high scoring games. Usually the season starts out that way and then it sort of tightens up as we move along. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that about wraps it up for this week of Everything NHL. Um, If you liked what you watched, um, you can definitely subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, Uh, leave us a like, um, leave us a review, and I guess uh, let us uh, know about um, your thoughts for, I guess, uh, team, I guess, teams for uh, both, I guess, Friday and Saturday. Um, if you liked uh, listening, you can follow us on Spotify and you can also follow us on Apple Music and uh, Google Podcasts. And if you need some sports picks, uh, follow us at FanFanPodcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week.